Coming up is some important information from Mullane and Lindsay solicitors of 191 Mile Street Tea Gardens. Phone 49287300. Welcome. Today I'm talking with Mark Sullivan from Mullane and Lindsay Solicitors, Newcastle and Tea Gardens. Hi, Mark. Thank you for taking my call for this phone interview. That's good, Annie. I'm glad to be speaking with you. Our topic of discussion for this interview is what do I need to know about loans and gifts to my children when family relationships break down? Mark, can you tell us why is this a relevant topic for our audience in 2022? Well, Annie, parents are innately generous and there are many pitfalls in uh, being generous, particularly if parents don't have those difficult and awkward discussions about money and property and there's chats are not had in a timely manner and they're not well documented. I think we've seen rising house prices over the last couple of years and many parents have wanted to assist their kids get into the market. Now we've got those interest rates and cost of living increases and parents are likely to again be called upon to help provide further financial support for their kids. Frequently reported that the bank of mum and dad is lending between 35 and $92 billion to Australian families at the moment and that's probably between the 5th and the ninth biggest home mortgage lender in Australia in 2021. So with personal relationships becoming increasingly complex, with more blended families and increasing relationship breakdown and more money being gifted or loaned, I think that there's a, a recipe for disaster out there. I think most of us have some personal experiences of divisions within families, either between spouses or siblings and our children and their partners and spouses. So Whilst it's an evergreen issue, I think it's more relevant now. Wow. So you mentioned some pitfalls for generous parents. What might they be? Well, firstly, the, uh, I guess the likelihood of dispute. A failure to have those awkward discussions about loans and gifts to litigate to children and failing to retain documentary records often leads to expensive litigation and the destruction of personal relationships, which in my experience, frequently impacts on people's health. I think most of us can imagine the trauma to your bank balance and the destruction to your personal relationship with your kids and grandkids if you become a party to litigation between them. And it's pretty disappointing if you've worked your life and been able to be in a fortune position to advance money or loans to your kids, only to see their relationship break down and your child not receive the benefit of that gift. Is there a difference between how a gift or a loan of money or property to a child is treated in a, a property settlement? Definitely. When money or property is gifted to a child, it generally means the parents have no expectation that it will be repaid or returned to them. They give it absolutely and lose the right to seek repayment from that child. If the child's relationship breaks down, the money or property that was gifted would generally form part of the pool of property to provide it between the child and their spouse. Now, whilst it will be a relevant consideration that the property was gifted by the parent and was a contribution by that child's family, there's no guarantee that the child will receive the full benefit of that gift. And in my experience, that upsets parents greatly and often the child. When money is loaned to a child, there's generally an expectation that the child will make repayments pursuant to an oral or a written agreement. Then, if the child's relationship breaks down, that money or property that was loaned will generally not form part of the pool of property to be divided between the child and the spouse. There's a 
strong argument that the debts of the parents should be repaid before the remaining assets are adjusted between the child and the spouse. So in those uh, circumstances, the parents have a better opportunity to recover their money and may also be able to re-advance it to the child at a later time or spend it on their own needs. Then can you tell me what are some of the complications you've seen when parents, you know, make gifts or loans and don't take proper precautionary steps? As I indicated, the recipe for dispute. People's recollections change, and in the absence of clear and unambiguous documentation, there can be disputes about what was said, to whom, and where, and when. And life's pretty complicated. Money might be advanced as a loan, but if people become unemployed or they have the birth of children um, and it's not possible to keep all the loan repayments up, there may be confusion as to whether the loan is continuing or has been forgiven. Of course, in family law proceedings, not everybody is honest and ethical. You get people who may lie and say in advance that money was never intended to be a loan but was a gift to a child and their partner and not just the child alone. In some circumstances, the repayment of loans can't be enforced after a period of six years. Uh, particularly if parents fail to take steps to protect their position. Parents may simply not want to become involved in litigation between their child and the parent of their grandchild. It's a sticky situation. It's awkward. So are there any solutions to these problems? Yes. um, Loans need to be formally documented. They must include an intention by the parties to be binding, whether there's to be any interest payable and what rate, if any, the term of the loan, including whether the full amount is payable within so many days, there's a demand being made, and any security that's being offered in respect of the loan, such as a mortgage over a home or a charge over a code, over a car, or a right to put a caveat over the title to the property. The advance should be from both parents, just in case one should die, and also to ensure that parents are on the same page. The lack of security can sometimes be fatal to the question of whether or not the loan is enforceable. And in my view, parents and the child need to be transparent in their intentions. Ideally, they should also involve the child's spouse and even keep other siblings informed so as not to break up families. This would, these will measure people's expectations and help to reduce the risk of potential litigation and any sibling fallout also going to assist the argument that both parties should bear responsibility for the liability in circumstances where the child and their spouse are both aware of the liability. Um, if it's said that the property is transferred or advanced by way of gift, parents should keep a chronology setting out when the gifts were made and their intention to benefit their child, and that should be supported by corroborating documents preserved in a safe, in a safe place in case it's ever needed. And oftentimes, if a gift is intended to be conditional, then there needs to be a statement in writing setting out the conditions. Alternatively, people keep contemporaneous notes about conversations between parties, including what was said by whom and when it was said. Makes sense to me. Do you need to get advice from a lawyer if you're thinking of making a generous loan or gift to your child? I think that's a good idea. Depending upon the size of the loan or gift, I think it's very important to obtain some independent legal advice. It may simply be an overview or circumstances may arise that may require making documentation more watertight. If you don't get that advice and you choose to make a gift to a child who's in a relationship that later breaks down, then that gift will form part of the asset pool for distribution with the child's spouse 
and the child may be denied the benefit of that gift. So giving documented loans to children is far better than giving gifts, giving gifts, and that might be the advice. The documentation of the loans may not necessarily need a lawyer, but obtaining the proper security, such as a mortgage or charge or carry over the property, will inevitably need some legal advice or legal assistance. You certainly don't need a lawyer to maintain good records and preserve them in a safe place should relationships break down and if you wish to assist your child or recover money advanced to them. You don't need a lawyer to have those awkward conversations and make certain that everything's transparent. I think the summary should be, the mantra should be document, document, document. Thank you for your time and advice on this subject, Mark. Most helpful. Enjoy the rest of your day. And thanks also to Melaine and Lindsay, Newcastle and Tea Gardens. Thank you. Melaine and Lindsay are proud sponsors of Mile Coast Radio. If you have any legal queries, please give the team at Melaine and Lindsay a call on 0249 287300.